Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome back to the Green Industry Podcast. This is a show to help lawn care, landscape, hardscape professionals take our businesses to the next level. I'm now in my second decade in the biz, and folks, I learned a lot my first year in my first spring and summer. And so that was the pinnacle of a train wreck for a lawn care business owner. I made about every mistake you can make. It seems like I figured out a way to make those mistakes. And so I'm going to share about some of the principles and lessons I learned in those first few months in building my business. I know a lot of you guys really bless me when you reach out to me and say, hey, Paul, I got this full-time job and benefits and all this stuff. And I got you know wife and kids and I'm going to make the transition into lawn care, but I got to make sure I do it right. Can you help me? And you really take the initiative to have everything in order. And it blesses me because I just think, man, you're going to avoid so much of the headaches, the stress, the net losses that I experienced. And you can come out of the gate and make a profit and earn a good income in this industry if you have a firm foundation, which I absolutely did not have my first summer in business. Thanks to today's show sponsor, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. Just had my profit monthly meeting with them last night. Love Megan and Joey. They are my personal bookkeepers and we appreciate them partnering with the Green Industry podcast. And thank you also to Michael Bedell, Caleb Allman, the Hardscape Academy, and of course, Debt-Free Landscaper for sponsoring today's episode. All right, guys, I want to say thank you. Our book went live yesterday. I say our because Mr. Producer helped me uh, just from A to Z on the project. And I also say our, because I made the book for the community. I get asked all the time, Hey Paul, how'd you get started? And I reply, how much time do you have? Because this is not an overnight success story. Absolutely not. It was, I learned as I went and I made a bunch of mistakes. And so I wrote the book actually telling the story of how I started my lawn care business. And then I share what I learned along the journey. And so I hope this book uh, is a huge blessing to you. I wish I would have been able to read it 10 years ago because I jam pack it with principles that I learned in the school of experience. So I just want to say thank you. We've got it available on the ebook and we have it available on paperback on Amazon right now. It's called Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. There will eventually be an audio book out. We don't know the timing on that. The ball's not in our court. We've done everything we could possibly do uh, to submit it, publish it and all that. There is a uh, lengthy delay with Audible because they manually uh, make sure it reaches all the quality. So my encouragement is, and and to really do us a solid, you know, we, Mr. Producer and I put out these episodes to bless you every single day. It would be a big blessing to us if you actually got the paperback copy. Even if you're going to get the audio book when it comes out in a month or two, get the paperback, put it on your coffee table, you know, put a, put a pen or highlighter next to it. And as you're reading and, and hopefully read multiple golden nuggets of knowledge, wisdom, insight, helpful tips for your business, highlight it, mark it up. And, uh, you know, you use that as a resource and then you can always get the audio book uh, when that does come out. But it would be a big help and boost to us if you would get the paperback version as well. All right. We're going to take a moment here from today's show sponsors. And then coming up, I'm going to share the details of my first summer in the biz, what I learned the hard way. 
Most landscapers are so tired, they just want to enjoy a little of their evenings. However, you often go home and your bookkeeping from the day or week immediately demands your time. Fortunately, because you can't give it your full energy or focus, it just sits there, night after night, untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good cash flow, good decision making, and the peace of mind you need. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a full service bookkeeping solution that is guaranteed to give you your time back and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to www.gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15 minute phone call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. We'll take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at www.gulfcoastbk.com. Are you ready to make some serious money this winter with snow and ice management services? Are you looking to position yourself as an industry professional and to protect your bottom line from issues like unstable salt prices? Don't get left out in the cold this winter. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to check out the highly sought-after commercial and residential snow plowing contracts. These agreements are available for internet download and are easy to edit and make your own. DebtFreeLandscaper.com, the green industry's most professional resource for lawn and landscape contracts, hiring employees and subcontractors, and where you'll find the same money-making commercial snow contract that numerous contractors like Brian Fullerton have used to dominate the snow and ice management industry. DebtFreeLandscaper.com. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to get access to these incredible resources today and put yourself in a position to plow through the competition. One-on-one business coaching is now available with Paul Jameson. Better call Paul. That's all. Details in the notes. Now, back to the Green Industry Podcast. All right, friends, welcome back. And I want to say something I forgot to say, and Mr. Producer humbly reminded me as he is toot his own horn here. He's going to be in studio at uh, the beginning of next week. You guys hear Mr. Producer quarterback Brian's show all the time, and then he quarterbacks my show from the other side of the takeout window, actually in the studio when I'm out on tour. But uh, he sits in that cozy office with his multiple computers and uh, enjoys his uh, executive lifestyle on the other side of that takeout window. And we were talking like, hey, it'd be really cool because he was a big part of uh, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, the editing of it, the audiobook version of it, and just really giving me his insights of how we can make it as excellent as possible. And I thought it would be cool to hear from him how he thinks this book can really uh, benefit and boost your business. So he is going to be snugging up in the studio with me, if you will, a little cramped space in the current studio, but we'll make it work and uh, look forward to Mr. Producer joining me next week. We'll probably have those episodes out Monday and maybe even Tuesday. So just a uh, little heads up there. All right. So first summer in the biz, I share, you know, more context of this in the book. I'm just skipping a lot of details, but I got started. I had Mrs. Stewart as a customer. Okay. I think that was $30 cut. She had a big old bank and slope in her backyard and, uh, I was a rookie. So I just said, yeah, 30 bucks, you know? And, uh, she's like, will you, uh, you know, can you weed eat that bank? And I mean, this is like, at least one man hour of work. And it's a big bank, steep slope, you know, huge weeds, rocks, and there's just a disaster. And I just threw it in for free, you know, (laughs) just, ah, sure. Mrs. Stort, we will. 
And uh, so that was a bad choice. I had Maria, 25 bucks a pop, big old lawn. I'd probably charge 75, 85 bucks to do her property today, charging her 25 bucks. I had old Reg, okay, Reggie. I don't know what he did for a living. I'm not going to guess or, well, let's just say this. He's an interesting character and he had these huge two dogs, okay? And they were the scary kind of dogs, okay? And uh, I think they were, oh, I don't even want to say, I don't want to offend you dog folks. I'm a dog lover myself. I just, I've had a chocolate lab and uh, I don't know the name of this, these scary dogs, but they are the, you know, the kind that the police would have and they just bark and they're vicious. And so anyway, Reggie had these two dogs and he would always be like, Hey, before you come, make sure you contact me so I can put the dogs inside. So he would put the dogs inside, but they would just sit there at the window and they'd be barking and, you know, uh, clawing. And I was always like afraid they're going to like bust through the window. And, uh, anyway, Reggie's dogs, Tyler, if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. Tyler worked with me that first summer. And uh, anyway, he had big holes in his backyard. So I, I had a hodgepodge of customers that the people were okay, like the the relationship with the people, but the properties were not ideal. You had dogs, you had dog poop, you had holes in the backyard, you had slopes with rocks in it where people wanted you to weed eat. And I just, and, and then I had a, uh, Maria's yard, I just completely underbid. And I'm going to start with that point number one. My biggest mistake I made my first summer, one of them, many, was that my prices were too low. And I had what was called an employee mindset. So I took, you know, for easy mathematics, let's say I was making $10 an hour. So in my mind, I was thinking, ooh, you know, $10, one hour of work, $10 an hour. And I'm not calculating overhead, taxes, anything like that. I'm just calculating my time's worth $10 an hour. And I even thought I was worth more than that. Maybe I was, my my mind, I thought it was worth 12 or 15 bucks an hour. And so when I would quote a property, okay, some of you see where I'm going with this. I would look at the property and I think, well, how long is this going to take me? It's probably going to take me two hours. So 15 bucks an hour times two, 30 bucks. Mrs. Stewart, I'll cut your grass for 30 bucks. You know, she's like, okay, cool. Are you going to, um, we'd eat that slope in the back as well. That bank is in the back. And I'm like, you know, I need the 30 bucks. So I don't think, you know, that could be, um, difficult work, you know, on your knees, on your, just being on a weird stance when you're on a bit. Well, I'm, 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 I don't know if I'm emphasizing enough how steep the, the bank was. It wasn't like a gradual slope. It was like, you could tumble down that thing if you slipped. So anyway, those are my customers and I was losing money because I didn't realize I have to pay for gas. This is so elementary, but I, I didn't think about this stuff, guys. Okay. I, I, I never owned a business before. I had to pay for gas to go into the mower, gas to go in, you know, and in, in a, um, a 50 to one mix oil to go into my weed eaters and, and blowers and all of that. I didn't think about all the other overhead. I, w- I didn't have any equipment costs because I was using the 21 inch mower from Walmart that was in the garage. And my buddy, Dave, very generously let me borrow his weed eater, hedge trimmer, all of that. And I didn't think about the wear and tear I was putting on someone else's equipment. <laughs> very generous guy. The, the back end story is that he had a lawn business for about a decade. 
he had purchased a nursery in town and it was so quick in the transition to get ready for spring in, in owning his nursery now and selling plants and all of that mulch. And, you know, he had a kind, of, kind of this uh, big yard, actually, very, very reputable yard in town. And uh, so he never had time to sell all his lawn equipment. So he was busy in the spring rush and just overwhelmed. And he's like, hey, man, just just use my stuff. I don't have time to deal with it now. And he was he was in the weeds. And so anyway, I was able to use his weed eater. Uh, he had a little handheld blower and uh, a hedge trimmer and a blade edger. So what I would do is I had a 97 Honda Accord. And I would drive over to his property. He lived right next to the nursery and I'd load up and the weed eater wouldn't fit in, in the trunk or anything like that. So I'd have to put it in the back seat behind the driver's seat. And then I would put it through the, you know, the middle part of the car there, the open space, diagonal it. And then it would go into the passenger window and I'd have to actually put the only way I could get that weed eater to, to, um, fit is I'd have to put the window down every single time. And then, you know, the head of the weed eater would be sticking out the window, just kind of by the the front mirror there. And then I'd put the little handheld blower in the back seat. And then if I had the hedge trimmer, that one in the back seat, and then the mower would fold down and go into the trunk. Okay. So that's it. That's how the green industry podcast, you guys look at me now and you're like, oh man, you're working for the NFL players and you know, you're, you're successful or whatever. No overnight success here, folks. Okay. I started in a 97 Honda Accord with my weed eater diagonally, you know, hanging out the window, no backpack blower and uh, not even a, a, pro, a self-propelled mower. This was a, when I say push mower, you're not getting any assistance. And so that was my startup. Okay. So I had, for lack of better term, Thank you, Mr. Producer. He says, I got to stop saying raggedy so much. I don't, I don't, that's just the best definition I have for my equipment and vehicle setup. It was raggedy. Okay. It didn't look great. It was not efficient, but it is what I had. And so to emphasize the point of my low prices, I wasn't getting things done efficiently because I didn't have the highest quality equipment. And on top of that, my prices were too low. And so when we talk about boosting profit margins, we talk about you want to be as efficient as possible. Is there any way to get the job done in a more efficient manner? And in my case, there was, but I wasn't executing on that. And then is there any way to raise the price without overpricing yourself out of the market? And I wasn't even close to the market. Okay. Not even close. I was doing my employee mindset thinking, you know, 15 bucks an hour times two, 15 bucks an hour times three. And that's where I was coming up with my prices. And so long story short, my buddy Tyler helped me that first summer and I would split the money with him. And by the time I would pay him and then my buddy that let me borrow his equipment, right? What happened to that equipment? Well, I'm using it all the time. So it would get broken and I'd be too embarrassed and ashamed. And, you know, just the etiquette of a relationship when someone lets you borrow something and you break it, like that's not cool. And so then I would take it to the repair shop without telling um, Dave and I'd go and I'd take it to the repair shop and then they'd be like, it's 78 bucks. I'm like, the thing's only worth like a hundred bucks. We mean 78 bucks. And you know, they're like, well, it's 35 bucks just to inspect it. And then it needs this little part. And I'm like, you know, it needs a screw, you know I mean? Just the littlest little part. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting used to the repair cost now. And I wasn't, a, I, I mean, I was elementary mechanically minded when I started my business. And then over the frustration of having to pay the um, repair shop 
astronomical fees. I learned real quick how to fix just about anything on any piece of equipment that I have. And, uh, you know, now I'm more of, well, I have friends like John Pajak and Joseph DePace. I mean, these guys could fix anything, but, uh, I'm somewhere in the middle now from being, uh, not knowing anything about how to fix my equipment to not wanting to spend money to pay someone else to do it. So I learned. And so that first summer guys, it was tough. I had cracks in my foundation. I had low prices. I didn't have a good, I didn't have good equipment. I didn't have good uh, customer service, meaning I was overwhelmed and just no vet vetting customers. If someone called me, I just, I took everything and then I would just you know, waste time and vanity because someone's like, Hey, can you come give me a quote? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, bam, I'm, I'm over there. And you know, I give them a quote and then they never even text me back or they never even call me back. And then, you know, I, I give the wrong quote. And so I just, I didn't understand how to vet customers and, and to listen to what they're saying and, and weed out the, uh, customers that, you know, you can tell are going to be difficult. Now that I have that, um, sense about me being in the second decade, I can sniff them out. I can sense it, you know, a mile away when I know to stay away. But back then I didn't. So I'm just going all over town, giving out quotes and then people never even (laughs) respond. And when they do respond and say, come do it, I priced it too low. And so I just want to be honest, guys, that's how I started. All right. And maybe this is your first time listening to the podcast and you're like, who's this joker? Like, why would I listen to him? Well, as you, if you read the book, cut that grass and make the cash, cut that grass and make that cash. That's not where the story ended. It eventually, I got smarter. I got wiser. I got the right equipment. I got some backbone. I got some confidence and I started raising my prices, increasing my efficiency. And ultimately I started working for folks like the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, the defensive coordinator, Atlanta Falcons, the captain of the Atlanta Falcons, CFOs of businesses, like not just a little local regional business, like businesses that you've heard of, you know, like big businesses. Okay. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I'm saying I went from that 97 Honda Accord that, and funny story, I would put the gas can in the back seat, which I wasn't thinking, and it would tip over a little bit. You know, Atlanta traffic guys cut you off and you kind of scoot real quick. You jerk the car. Well, that gas would spill. And so uh, when I went to turn the car into my friend, they were livid. I mean, furious with me. And uh, the lady that I borrowed the car from, she called me, chewed me out. She's like, why does that car smell like gas? Well, you run a lawn care company out of that. And she was being sarcastic. And I was like, actually I did. (laughs) So I didn't tell her that, but I thought that to myself and, uh, oh man. So anyway, I had to go get the car back from them, take it to one of those uh, cleaners and and, uh, do this like shampoo vacuum thing. And it still smelled. And and I just, I didn't know what to do. It was, I I was a mess. And I just said, listen, I messed up. I I spilled gas in your car. And anyway, (laughs) We've come a long way, Mr. Producer. We have come a long way. And so that's my story. First summer in business. I hope that you guys who listen to this show that haven't started your business yet and you're preparing for the spring of this year to be your launching pad, that you read my book seriously because it's going to teach the principles, the lessons to do it the right way so you can avoid the mistakes that I made. My cousin says, the smart man learns from his mistakes, but a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. 
together. So if you get the book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, I hope that you'll learn from my mistakes that I share in the book and uh, really get started the right way. And if you've already established your business and you're going, I think the book's going to be of inspiration to you to really fine tune your business and uh, just take it to the next level. So I hope my story is inspiring to you. Well, thanks to Liz, thanks for listening to today's episode. Thanks again to the Hardscape Academy Debt-Free Landscaper and Gulf Coast Bookkeeping for uh, sponsoring today's show. What we're going to do is Mr. Producer is going to put the link to the book the paperback version, cut that grass, make that cash in show in the show notes. And if you click on that link, it will take you over to Amazon. And from there you just click, if you have an Amazon account, it's real simple. It's literally one click and you'll have the book in your cart. And typically it takes them one to two days to get the book from the publishing warehouse. And then another one to two days to ship it out to you. So guys that have been ordering the book, you know, have been, uh, it, it comes in about three to four days or sooner. So that's what we are hearing. And it definitely depends if you are in Australia or New Zealand, um, Europe, Canada, it may be a little bit different, but, uh, from the United States of America, especially if you're Amazon prime, you can get it pretty quickly. So we've given you guys our best effort and, uh, have tried to make this show, uh, with an excellent spirit. And, uh, we have sewn into you and we just ask uh, that you don't dine and dash, but that you really consider, um, supporting Mr. Producer and I, uh, by getting the paperback version of the book. And, uh, we're confident it will be a blessing to you as well. So take a look at the show notes, click on that link and uh, pick up your copy today. Truly, I don't think there's ever been a better time to learn the secrets of how to properly install pavers and retaining walls. Our good friend, Caleb Allman, has years of knowledge and experience, and he has his upgraded comprehensive guide videos available right now at thehardscapeacademy.com. Guys, these aren't your local hardware store's DIY YouTube videos. Caleb will take you in-depth into planning, safety, materials, base, compaction, drainage, regulations, efficiency, and so much more. This course is endorsed by Paul Jamison, and it's your opportunity just to expand your business potential by learning from highly regarded hardscape professional, Caleb Allman. Get started now at thehardscapeacademy.com. Hey guys, my friend Jason Rollside Creole has officially launched his Weed Control and Fertilization Academy. Now this is for someone who's wanting to learn the ropes, how to profitably and professionally offer weed control and fertilization services. What you will receive is over 100 exclusive videos in the course, learning the business, and you're gonna receive the Lawn Business Mastery plus the Lawn Care Life Conference videos. And yeah, that's right. What do they say, Marty? But wait, there's more. You will also get lawn care letters plus weed control and fertilization documents included. All you got to do is use the link in today's Green Industry Podcast episode notes and you'll get Jason Creel's Weed Control and Fertilization Academy for only $397. That is an absolute deal. Click on the link in today's show notes and get to learning from the best Jason Creel.
Hey, it's Marty, producer and audio engineer extraordinaire for the Green Industry Podcast. Yeah, the episode's over, but I do encourage you, before you move on, check out the show notes for links to the products and services that you've just heard about during the episode. And Paul said to make sure to thank you for listening. So I guess thank you for listening. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.